Gear up as Cash Miller and a team of accomplished guests steer you on an enlightening voyage filled with valuable tips, fresh insights, and effective strategies. Welcome to Marketing Masters, the Agency Power Show. Hello, everyone. This is Cash Miller. I'm the host of Marketing Masters. I'm the CEO of Titan Digital. Today, we're going to have a really interesting conversation because it's SEO and pay-per-click combined. You know, often I've talked about one or the other, but they are very complimentary. I've got Dick Ingersoll, the website Marketing Pro with me. Dick, it is great to have you. Tell us a little bit about yourself. Thank you, Cash. It's, it's really great to be here. I've enjoyed speaking with you. Uh, I have been in this business since the 70s in one way or another. So I've been at this quite a while, but most recently my focus has been on big data in PPC marketing. Uh, because there is so much going on behind the scenes in PPC, uh, being able to dig into it can be really beneficial to people to, to learn how it works. I mean, if you're just asking Google to run the campaign for you, good luck. Yeah. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, SEO and pay-per-click, there are, there are, you know, many differences between, because of course, pay-per-click, you know, those are paid ads. You're, you know, when somebody clicks on the ad, you know, as the advertiser, you're paying, you know, for that click and such. And SEO, though, is, you know, you're trying to rank, you know, within the organic results, you know, potentially within the map results, depending on what you do as a business and such. So on the surface, you know, they, they both show up within the search pages, but they can be quite a bit different. Okay. Yeah. Between the two of them. So, you know, it's when, but let's talk those differences first. You know, okay. like, and then, right. then let's talk you know, a bit about the similarities. Yeah. You know, so, right. so how do they differ? Sounds like a plan. Uh, SEO is a long-term bet. Now, the thing that's kind of interesting to me about the two and, and how I decide what I want to do is where my client is in, in their history. If they're brand new, right out of the gate and they, they've started a local company to do plumbing and heating or, or whatever, then my approach with them would be different from somebody who's been in business forever. And the reason behind that cash is that SEO is something that doesn't work immediately. Um, and as time goes on, quite frankly, it's, it's, t I used to tell people three to six months and I think now it's getting to six months to a year before you really start to get any impact from SEO, because what you're really doing is improving the client's website so that Google finds it more of an answer to more questions. And because Google's changing its algorithm to go from being keyword focused to more AI focused, um, it's it's quite frankly becoming more and more difficult to rank in Google with SEO. The alternative, the other side of that is PPC, which we can get people ranking within days. You know, we've, we've got stuff going on. Now that doesn't mean that that campaign is producing incredible results, but what it does mean is that we're 
getting you visibility. Um, I love one of the things about SEO versus PPC is in PPC, if my clients are in a specific neighborhood, I can target just the city I'm interested in, just the town I'm in. Where SEO, if you're trying to target a local audience, uh, it's it's a lot. You, you can't do it specifically except with your keywords, and then Google needs to figure that out. So those are some of the key um, factors, Cash, that I want to point out. Is is One is if you need to get visibility today, then you need to go the PPC route. If you need to, and but you still you need to use SEO because you're going to want to build a long-term result. And, and we have found over the years that SEO actually has a much higher return on investment than PPC. Yeah, I've whenever we've dealt with companies and they're looking at this, you know, which route to go or some combination of the two. I've always, I've always told people when it comes to SEO, I think you're right as far as six to 12 months and stuff. Now, my, the way I always explain it to them is going to be, I said, let's start with where you're located. You know, it's a very simple formula. The larger your population, the more natural competitors you're going to have. So if you were an HVAC company or something like that, and you're in a town of 50,000 people, you might have 10 companies or something that do yeah. what you do. Sure. But if you're in a population of half a million or a million, you're not, you know, eventually you could literally have a hundred people doing what you do or more in some cases and competing with that takes way longer. And I always tell them, I said, you're competing with all of those companies, especially like you mentioned, if it's a brand new you know, company, you're, pe- you're competing with all of them and they've got a hell of a head start. Yeah, they sure do. <laughs> that's, yeah. yeah, that's great, great cash. I agree. Yeah, and then on the paid side, you know, I, like I say, you're right about that long-term value that SEO brings, you know, in comparison, if you can rank, you know, the paid side, um, the other thing I like to tell people is it's also about where you want to go because the advantage, you know, like I said, the downside is you're paying per click. So, you know, if we stick to just, you know, the disadvantages for a second, it can get expensive, you know, depending on the coverage area, your competitors that you're going. I mean, I had somebody tell me um, the cost for a keyword click for like a lawyer in LA is like $200 or something for a single click. I'm like, you gotta be kidding me. I mean, and I've seen some expensive clicks, but not $200. Yeah. yeah. I think though that, that that's a, uh, something you need to really think about because if you're a lawyer in Los Angeles, you're not charging a small amount of money for clients. Sure. So if your client value is $50,000 uh, per client, and that's a lifetime value of something of a client, then $200 for a click is nothing. Yeah. So, uh, and, and that's something that I run into, especially with small local companies. Uh, when I, they want to go SEO because they think it's less expensive. If, if I can get you into PBC and I can get you clicks that are reasonably priced the way you're showing a return on your investment, then good golly, you know, if I can give you $2 for every dollar you invest, come on in, you know, yeah. why don't worry about it. <laughs> 
The the other thing I also I always bring up with them, you know, when we're talking like which strategy to go with though. So with SEO, you can be very, you know, SEO is very map focused and such now if it's any kind of a local business um, and people are using the, you know, map uh, apps and stuff like that, you know, that are provided. Pay-per-click, you know, the difference really is, is also geographic area. You know, if you're in a single city and that's where you operate in and, you know, (laughs) You're in the say the middle of nowhere or something that's fine like i used to live in las vegas you know i kind of grew up there and everything and las vegas is it's divided into multiple cities okay but there's still only like i think it's four or five you know total that make up what is known as las vegas now i live south of nashville <laughs> area known as middle tennessee there are cities everywhere i mean between before i can get i'm in the city i'm in is a place called murfreesboro I'm about 30 minutes south of Nashville. So between me and Nashville, though, I have to drive through three other cities, okay, before I'm in what is considered Nashville. And that really just depends on which highway I take. <laughs> you know, if I can go a different direction, get, take a little longer to get there, and you have even more. And so the problem that SEO can have is that, you know, unless you have actual locations and stuff there, you, it's, you can't show up very easily. Yeah. Yeah. And so that's where paid ads can come in. If you want to expand beyond your current geography, it it can be even tougher Um, because especially with the maps, unless, unless you start building out multiple locations so that you actually say you have an office office Mm -hmm. or a place in the town next to Murfreesboro and the one next to that one, um, your maps focus is all going to be on Murfreesboro. Yeah. And so, yeah, you need those actual locations. So, you know, SEO can be more beneficial to a larger company that has that, that type of footprint, you know, multi-location businesses and such, whereas ads are going to be more necessary when you don't, but you want to, you have a a travel radius, you know, to, you know, where you're willing to go. Yep. You need those paid ads. Yeah. So, you have downsides, you know, that, you know, for both. Now let's talk upsides for a minute though. You okay. Know? So what are the benefits though, when it comes to each strategy? Well, SEO, I think, um, is a longer term strategy, but it also has, in my experience, a better return on the investment. Um, so instead of getting $2 back on a dollar, you may get $5 back on a dollar. So long term it is a stronger investment than PPC. Um, so I think that really is, is one of the key benefits of SEO. I think, uh, yeah, that really is, is one of the key benefits to me of SEO. Have you got some thoughts on that? <laughs> yeah, let's, so let's give an example. Let's say, you know, depending on the city you're in, let's say, you know, you are an HVAC guy or something like that, but let's say that it took you a year to rank. You know, so for the first year, you got nothing. Yep. You know, over time, you would have grown and you would have actually gotten a little bit here and there. But let's say you spend a thousand dollars, you know, a month, and after the at the end of that first year, okay, you're twelve thousand dollars into it. But suddenly, you're in that first slot or second one or whatnot. And you've got you finally got your the real visibility. Now, my experience over doing this for you know better than a decade is once you do you know. 
um, run into that first slot. Once you've got that, it can be hard to, um, if you keep doing the work, it's hard to get rid of you. I, I have an interesting story where, so I had a, I needed to do a garage door repair and I have a garage door uh, client that I normally would have gone to, but we needed, we were going to go on vacation and the, the uh, unit had given out. So the door wasn't going to be able to close and stuff. And I, and I wanted to be able to get it dealt with before I went on vacation. And the, um, so I ended up calling a different company now because my company wasn't the one that I, I work with wasn't open on the weekend. Yeah. And so, but this other one was, so I said, okay, I'll call them. And they came out and I ended up talking to the owner. Yeah. And in the conversation with the owner, he, he knew of me. Okay. And, you know, it's only so big a city and stuff. And apparently we had talked to him at some time in the past as a company about, you know, maybe working with him. And so he knew of me and I knew of his company at least. And in the course of the conversation, he said, you know, he said, I know you work with this other company. And he's like, how are you keeping them ahead of me? All of you. I'm like, I'm like, I've been at it for years. Cause I've had them in the first slot, you know, in this, in the city, literally yeah. since like 2015. Yeah. You know, and I said, yeah, I am the guy that, you know, you have to try to knock off, but I still put in the work to make sure you can't. Okay. <laughs> and, yeah. and people need to understand that you have that long-term, you know, benefit yeah. when you actually get into position. Yeah, that's, that was, that's great input. I, I think that uh, when you do see that person there that's been there for five years, uh, even if he's a smaller company than you are, you still got a, a real struggle to, to move those top five people out yeah. of the way. But um, it can be, you know, once you start getting with SEO, not just the first slot, but the second slot, third slot, fourth slot, and fifth slot, another advantage of SEO is you don't get just one listing the way you do with PPC. Mm -hmm. You get you can you can actually rank so that you can dominate the first page of of the SEO results. And when you do that, plus add advertising for that, you are clearly the logical choice for for hiring. <clears throat> yeah. So let's talk the benefits of the paid ads. And then what I want to do is let's talk about the, putting the two together. Okay. Uh, so what are some of the, the, your top benefits when you're running, you know, paid ads? I think for me, the, the top benefit is getting visibility quickly. I think, you know, far and away, I think targeting a specific area is a big benefit of, of paid advertising. Mm -hmm. um, I think being able to do remarketing is a big benefit of yeah. paid advertising. So, those three alone, I think, are, are very, very important pieces of paid advertising that make it, for me, a first choice versus SEO. I, and I think one of the things that you learn from your paid advertising is in your keyword research. Yeah. You're able to see in, in paid advertising, I can start to see what keywords I want to use to optimize my SEO account. Mm -hmm. So those think, are the key ones. 
I think that's an often overlooked thing too, because a lot of times when you're doing SEO, you start with maybe, you know, like Google's Keyword Planner or another tool that, you know, where you're trying to figure out what you should be targeting. But I always tell people like, you know, that gives us an indication of where to begin. But until we actually start running the ads, we're not going to see what are the most effective things, you know, the, you know, keywords that are going to work best. And then you take that and carry it over to your SEO and you, you make your changes based because that's actual traffic. That's people, you know, you're able to see the impressions so you can see how many people are actually viewing the ads and doing those searches and such. And then how many people are actually clicking through too, you know, so the intent is there. You know what keywords are converting for you. Mm-hmm. And then to be able to take those into your SEO campaign uh, is very, very helpful. Yeah. Another um, another difference, too, that I, uh, I want to bring up, paid ads allow you uh, to target more keywords. Now, over time, you're going to narrow it down. SEO has the problem of there's only so many uh, things that, you know, you can so many optimize things. a page for. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's, there's limitations there because of character counts and stuff like that. So you have to have more sub pages to be able to show up for other things. Yeah. Um, wh- whether it's, it's like we often, point. yeah, we often recommend breaking out services and stuff like that. So you have other pages that have a chance. Um, and so that's a huge, you know, difference between absolutely, the two. and it's yeah. a benefit to paid ads, you know, because you can, you know, I can target a hundred things or whatever right out the gate. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Good input. <laughs> so, so let's talk about putting the two together, though, because that's often what I like to be able to do. You know, like, so what are some of the um, strategies you see, you know, how they can work together? Well, I, I think first off, using the keywords uh, so that you can take keywords from PPC to, to SEO. But one of the things that's been proved over and over over the years is that if you appear in paid results and SEO results, then the advantage of having both is that you're going to find a click-through rate that's 20, 30, 40% higher than if you weren't. People really want to, it gives you so much more credibility Oh, and authority if you appear in both places. Um, let me let me mute while my clock goes off. <laughs> yeah, because uh, yeah, that, that <laughs> clock can be annoying, but I'll mute and you can go ahead and take it for a minute. Well, one of, so one of the things that, um, you know, I look at, I'm all about, you know, like you're kind of saying is, is owning the real estate. Okay, and a search page consists of paid ad real estate at the top, map real estate often on that first page. And of course, if you click through the maps and then you have the organic results, if you're any kind of a local business and you're right. Yeah, the click through rate is much higher. Yeah, for like paid ads and stuff like that, if they're seeing you in multiple places. And so I want to own every bit of it. I always liked um, in the case of the maps. You could be the first organic listing, yet you can still run a map ad and have the first two slots. You can have the ad take up the first position and then your actual listing take up the second position. It's the first organic position on the map. That's clever. That's very clever. Well, I say because if, you know, owning real estate is about... um, you're doing two things, you know, because you're, you are showing up more and you get that trust and people are more likely to click and you're also drowning, you're blocking competitors. 
Yep. Yeah, because think about it. If you're if you were on desktop and and uh, especially on phones, is there's almost only so much space you can actually view results, right? So think about you know the when your desktop loads, you've got four ads to start with. Um, based on the screen size, those might be the only things you can actually see until you start to scroll yep. down. Yeah. Yeah. And phones, of course, are worse. Organic listings today have have really moved so far down the page. I mean, you're if you've got local service ads, they're going to be at the top. Yep. So that, then you've got maps, then you've got paid ads, mm -hmm. and then you've got organic ads. Um, it's it's a real struggle, uh, and that's why paid is so important. Yeah, you just mentioned the local service ads too, and you know those for those that don't know, they are a form of pay per click ad, um, but they go through a different Google program, and you have to get vetted as a business by Google. Submit, you know, they even do I think so far as uh, background checks and stuff because. Yeah. <laughs> You know, it's not easy to get into that program. No, they are focused on service businesses too. So like, you know, a digital marketing agency like mine, I can't get in there. You know, they don't have, it's not a category they cover. It's for lawyers and HVAC and plumbing and stuff like that. Um, but yeah, there's a whole verification because they put Google verified on there. Now those ones though, when you click, it's click to call. Yeah. Right. What, yeah what do you see? Have you, you don't know, you don't know actually who the vendor is in, in some cases because they, they go out of their way to try and mystify who you, so it, that's click to call. You don't know that you're calling mm -hmm. this plumber or that, you know, you got a local service ad and you get some stuff in the ad, but typically the name of the company is not there. Yeah, it's very, uh, the, the result is very limited. And you, I know that you, the website URL is in there somewhere, but, and I've been able to find it, but it is so buried, there's no way you're ever going to click on it, you know, to go to it. So, um, but they do, you know, block out. So when you see those local service ads, often, you know, what it does is it either doesn't show or it will um, limit how many traditional paid ads, you know, pay-per-click ads you'll have, you know, show up underneath it. Because the service ads are the first thing you see for those types yep. of businesses. Yeah. And it, it stresses the importance of being in the top three, at least, ads in the search results. Because if you're in position four, by the time you do that, then you're, you're past the organic ads and you're down at the bottom of the page. Mm -hmm. And I don't know about you, but I don't recall the last time I scrolled to the bottom of the page to make a decision. Yeah. Um, most people don't. And yeah, you know, the, um, the, now let's talk though, cause you're talking positioning on the ads. Now my experience is like, I've seen plenty of people and dealt with them that, you know, we got to be number one and whatnot, but you know, being the first position in the uh, in the ads is not necessarily the best place to be either. Well, I would agree with that, and unless you've got an incredible budget, yeah, uh, because being first is very very expensive. So, what we find typically is, if if we're competing against some of the big players in the marketplace, um, Home Depot, Angie's List, any of those people that do that kind of marketing, 
Um, if we're trying to compete against them keyword for keyword, it's going to run our budget out in a day. So you really want to try and be aware of what keywords they're bidding on mm-hmm. and, and how, what you're competing against. And then you're looking for the keywords that are down here that'll still get you in position one because they're great keywords, but Angie's List isn't bidding on them. They're bidding on um, home remodelers near me. Yeah. Uh, and and if you're bidding on home remodelers in Cedar Whatever Grove, North city. Carolina, yeah. then you've got a much better chance of being in position one when that person in that town is actually searching mm-hmm. for a contractor. So uh, it's, it's a win-win in my opinion. Uh, and you're not, uh, so that's a way to reduce your budget, well, but that's why I don't think one is number one either. I think two or three are fine. Three is fine with me. Yeah. I'm it's going to three. Right. It's going to depend on the budget that you're willing to spend. Cause you know, the job is to, get as many clicks, relevant clicks as you can out of that budget. So to do that, you've got to reduce the cost and to reduce the cost, don't be, don't try to bid with the biggest players there, you know, because if you're spending out your budget on a monthly basis anyway, then, you know, it didn't matter. Yeah. Just because you were the first, you know, I say, it's a matter of, did you get quality traffic? Did that traffic convert into the leads that you were, you know, that you're hoping for? Uh, that's what you want to be able to do. I think your uh, point about near me too is really interesting because when you're looking at um, who you're bidding against, you know, the idea is avoid certain keywords, let's say an Angie or Home Depot or anything like that, that you might end up bidding against. They're going to go, those are national companies. So those national companies are not going to target every specific city. They're targeting all of them, okay, because yep. they're, they're doing it nationally, but they're not putting in things like, you know, let's say home remodelers in Nashville or Charlotte or something like that. They're doing the near me searches because that's something they can do across the board. And it's just picking up, you know, based on geography and such. And so they're going to keep their terms a, a bit more broader and not as specific. Yeah, which is which is where you can win against them is is choosing those more local search terms, um, Mm -hmm. which are going to cost you a lot less money and ultimately, in my opinion, produce a much better result because you're getting people that are searching locally and and you're showing up in those searches and then you have a much better um, chance of getting the click. Yeah, you know, to switch over to the SEO side a little bit too, you know, because I say you can target, most sites are optimized, you know, if they're local businesses for those local, you know, locations and, and such. Um, but I think what's not totally understood by people is how much Google and the algorithm understands your intent when you do a search. <laughs> and so I'll give you the example, you know, like, think if you just, if you, because you don't put in a location, you know, you just say, I need computer repair. Yeah. Okay. But Google's going to give you back local companies and it's probably, it's going to do it whether you're using like Chrome or if you're using, you know, the map app, if you're on your phone and such, you know, like, but so why, you know, how good is Google at doing that? They're incredible at, at doing that. They, um, 
it it has the the intent thing just really piqued me when you said that because search has changed so much over the past 20 years um, that today with the AI that Google's using, it is looking for intent. It's not looking for keyword match. So if you say um, the, the phrase you used was uh, contractor, uh, home remodeler, or yeah. kitchen remodeler in such and such, there are varying degrees of intent in those keywords. Mm -hmm. uh, if you're looking for how much is a kitchen remodel in Cedar Grove, then that has a very different intent than home remodelers or kitchen remodelers in Cedar Grove. Yeah. And Google has gotten extraordinary at seeking out buying intent in keywords and, and how what you're really looking for, whether you're at, at up here on the funnel or whether you're down at the buying end of the funnel. Um, Google has gotten really good at being able to determine intent and it's, it's gotten really good at, at deciding where you are. Um, sometimes <laughs> you can play with it and go into an incognito window and see what it can figure yeah. out. Well, I think it's just going to get better with, you know, the way, you know, they're integrating their, their BARD AI and they're testing different um, in ways to incorporate it within the search results and such. So it's, it's becoming even more predictive, you know, yeah. and, and knowing what you're actually, you know, attempting to do. And, you know, the way you can always kind of see that is like, you know, play with it a little bit yourself and do different searches because based on the search, and this has been of course going on for a long time, but it's actually changing even more is, you know, based on the type of search, look at your desktop, especially to see the way it displays the results. You know, whether it gives you map listings, whether, you know, the organic, oh, okay. um, you know, think of, um, there's some searches you go, you know, that you can do that will not show you an ad, you know, at all. Cause there's nothing behind it. There's, there's nobody bidding on it. Yeah, there's, there's no ads to be had for that, you know, um, because of the search you did. Uh, I think the same with map results, don't you? I mean, there, there, are, there are locations. You certainly get into some places in Tennessee and North Carolina. There are, there are places you can do searches that definitely don't have any map results. Yeah, that's totally true. And then even the like the map results and such, um, the way, you know, I think people take it for like, or don't truly understand how much you can influence the map results. You know, like a map listing can be optimized pretty much the same as, it's a different way of doing it, but you're doing the same thing as you would to a website. You know, and the fact that you're using your services and such, it's often underutilized how many things that you could show up for, but you don't because you don't tell Google. You know, and to do that, that's what we're using, you know, your website for, that's what you're using your map listing for. You know, is to tell it everything. We work with a lot of insurance agencies and what we'll often do is they're all independents. Um, and so we'll take their listings and we will build out every type of insurance we can possibly put in there, you know. So that way, if you're searching anything local and Google thinks, you know, so if you searched health insurance, you know, um, depending on how you plugged in the term, you could potentially get a local agent. 
because Google understands it. But if we never say health insurance, you know, they're not, you know, not going to have it in there. Um, a lot of times you have more real estate to be able to show up within the map than you do organically, you know, organic. Oh, yeah. yeah. I, and I think that's why so many service providers are really moving more to map optimization than traditional SEO uh, because it's going to be at the top of the page. Mm -hmm. uh, even, even if you get in position one in the organic search results, you may be below the fold. Yeah. Uh, whereas if you're in the map results, uh, then you've got a much better chance of getting that visibility. Yeah. So. I, and I think people have to, depending on what type of business you have, you really have to understand what devices people do their searches on because the map results are, are quite a bit different on how they're displayed on a phone versus a desktop. And what I mean by that is if you do the search and you get that first page of results on a desktop, you get three map listings. I don't know the stats. I would be curious how many people click the more, you know, more companies or, you know, the name, you know, the button right under those three listings to show you the full display of maps. Yeah. But, but you know, so how many people are doing it? Because we know it's not getting as many searches anyway for those types of businesses as you get on the phone. Because when you do the phone, you're doing the app. Now you're getting the full result right out the gate. <laughs> Clearly somebody rang my doorbell. Yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah. So, uh you know, we're nearing the end, you know, what would be your key, I guess, um, takeaways? What, what would be your key takeaways between SEO and pay-per-click if you're looking to pick a strategy, go one way or the other, or combine the strategies? You muted yourself. Oh, you're still on mute. There it goes. How about now? There it okay, goes. Okay, now we're good. I, I vote for both, Cash. Uh, okay. I, I think that they're, they're the same but different. Um, they, they have the same intent. The intent is to get you visibility on the web. But the way they each do it is very, very different. Um, and, and for long-term you definitely want to have SEO. It's, it's crucial. It's very, very important. Um, and as I say now, you know, more map results in addition to SEO uh, are, are very important. But to, to cover all bases, you really need PPC to be visible. Mm. Uh, it, 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 that assures you visibility. If, if, you're, if you're not using paid, you may or may not show up in the search yeah. results. Where if you're using paid, as long as the searcher is meeting the parameters of the way you're set up for paid advertising. So if, if my ad is set up to only show in a specific geography, then I'll only show up in that specific geography. But that's frankly what I want to do because I'm looking for somebody who needs my service mm -hmm. right now. 
Yeah. Um, so, so there's, there's reasons to be both places and you really want to be both places. Uh, you and I had spoken a little while ago about the cost. And one of the things I find with a lot of newer companies, local companies, is that they're concerned. They're very concerned about the cost of, of SEO. But mm-hmm. uh, again, once they learn that it has a return on that investment. It's not an expense. It's an investment. Yeah. And, and you expect a return on that investment. So you're putting in a dollar. You may only get back a buck and a quarter to start with. But if you're paying for your ad campaign, by golly, you ought to do it. Yeah. And, and also understand how you make your money um, off of your customers. If there's long-term value with them. So everyone that you, you know, one-off you know, services versus, you know, things that are, you know, repeated in nature, you know. So if you have that long-term value, if you're, I say, an HVAC company, but you sell tune-up plans and you go out there, you know, over time, you have a lifetime value to that, you know, customer. And so always consider what your ROI is. I'm investing this much, but I sell. That's why I always like, you know, in the case of like roofers and companies like that, where it's like, well, you might have invested $100 or something to bring them in after, you know, because you get so many clicks and then you get so many conversions. But if that roof was worth $10,000 to you, you know, that's, that's, a, solid, a, that, yeah. that's a huge, you know, I solid investment. Roofers are different in that they're typically a one-time Sure. deal but a once you, <laughs> it's a big one time yeah. if you develop a relationship with a plumber you'll call them over and over again every mm-hmm. time something happens yeah um, so and, and that's the difference is there's a really something to consider there yeah so consider you know re- remember to add into your calculations you know the long-term value of every customer you land because like you mentioned if you're getting a dollar 25 on a dollar invested it's a only a little bit you know of a return but there might be more long-term value with them if you've got all your follow-up you know done well you're adding them to email lists and things like that where you can you know still sell to them in the future well now you have a much higher return it just won't be necessarily immediate yeah yeah absolutely well this has been a, a great conversation how would people get a hold of you Well, I am in the process of doing a benchmark study for the third quarter of 2023. That's what year we're in. And (laughs) and it's a really in-depth PPC study. Um, And this study is specifically for home remodelers or kitchen remodelers. But if you're interested in PPC and interested in understanding what's going on in PPC, this is, is an absolutely fabulous, in-depth study. We have more data than, than I believe anybody else does, and it, it would be very valuable. So this is coming out in September. Uh, I'd like to offer it to everybody at no cost. And if you would send uh, an email to Dick at the website Marketing Pro, simply Dick at the website Marketing Pro, and include benchmark study in the message, I'll put you on the list to receive this really important study into PPC and what's going on. Um, And even if you don't work in that industry, it's really in-depth, fabulous information that you learn a lot from. So, okay, well, this, okay, great. 
Well, this has been a great conversation. We've been talking about SEO, pay-per-click, how they complement each other, differences between the two. My name is Cash Miller. I'm the host of Marketing Masters, the CEO of Titan Digital, and thank you for joining us. Thank you, Cash. I really appreciate the time.